Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. We're Grant and Danny. This is the fan and Earl, a happy tag deadline day. Die. To you as well. Taking you up to the deadline at four, blowing past that and going all the way to 630 tonight. Right at four o'clock, Beltway Blitz, when that tag deadline hits, Deron Payne's franchise tag will become official at that point. We're going to give away a four-pack of Caps tickets. That's two hours from right now. Make sure you're listening. Remember yesterday, Danny? Uh Uh-huh. We talked about Andrew Brandt, the former ESPN business of football analyst, who came out and said that someone told him he'd heard through the grapevine that Tillman Fertitta was finalizing a deal to buy the Commanders. We thought it was really weird that he tweeted that. Indeed. We want to ask him about it because it just seems weird that he tweeted that. He'll be on the show at 6 o'clock today. How you doing? Doing okay. A little bit down in the Rue household. The dream... That was Forrest Green making a deep playoff run was not to be. Team Graphite last night deserved the win. They were outstanding start to finish. They got a big GP that that gives them a chance against anybody. They got five different guys that knocked down shots. That's just hard to compete against. Hard to compete against it. Team Forrest Green struggled. If you had anything in your parlays on Team Forrest Green, you lost them last night. A lot of unders. A lot of unders, brother. Oh, it was tough sailing. Sledding? What am I looking for? Both. You could, they couldn't move a sled or a sleigh. Just an absolute struggle. Uh, my guy, a lot of zeros across the board. We didn't get any points, which we expected. Held off the boards. Held off the assists. All my overs. Yeah. They didn't come home last yeah, night. I tried to warn you. A lot of unders. Good season for the lads, but uh, they were pretty be- They were pretty upset last night. I mean, it, it just it's one of those things where this is why we're doing it, right? We're not, we're not here to, to go to the association. We're not here to probably earn a college scholarship, or maybe even play beyond eighth grade. This is the whole point, right? Dealing with the fact that these kids, better than you. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Either pout about it, either get back in the lab and work at it, or, you know, learn to kind of get over the Go play video games and not care one way or the other. And we chose option three. Thank you very much. A lot of roadblocks in the house last night. A lot to stay up a little bit later. But uh, congratulations to Team Graphite. Outside shot to win the whole thing. I don't think they will, but they could, GP. They could. 
my eyes are fully on the quarterback carousel. I have made the prediction that this is going to be an epic offseason at the QB position, and I'm feeling pretty good right now that we're going to see some fireworks. So you already had Derek Carr, who got cut by the Raiders, agreeing to terms to come to the NFC with the New Orleans Saints. The balance of power for quarterbacking in this league is pretty massively shifted toward the AFC, by the way. Has in recent years, for sure. The NFC is a very mediocre quarterback conference at this point, and with the departure of Tom Brady via retirement, possibly Aaron Rodgers leaving, it's only going to take an even bigger hit. I mean, you can make the case that Jalen Hurts pretty easily, after one outstanding season where the Eagles made the Super Bowl, is going into this season the number one quarterback in the NFC. But, Danny, I'm starting to think Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing for a different team. It makes sense to me for the Packers to trade Rodgers right now. It would have been really hard to do that last year after his second straight MVP award when he had gone back-to-back as the best player in the league and, frankly, was playing at a level still at that point that looked as good or better than he'd ever played at before. But you fast-forward one season since, still productive and good, but way down in terms of his performance. The Packers, with him healthy, missed the playoffs, uh-huh. don't go 500, lose a win and in-game at the end of the season to Detroit. They were the third-best team in the division, in my opinion, behind the Vikings and the Lions. I think Rodgers had the third-best season of any quarterback last year in the North behind Goff and Cousins. It makes sense that they should trade Aaron Rodgers right now. They have the ability to move on, and you've got to see what you've got in Jordan Love at some point, don't you? If you're able to sell this as Rodgers took a step back, he's 40 years old, we missed the playoffs, we had a nearly 20-year run with this guy where every year we were a contender. Yeah. We're going to see what we've got in the first-round pick that we drafted, and the only time to do that is now or else we lose him for almost nothing. I think you could sell that to your fan base. And he's been strange enough off the field and a big enough pain in the butt and that's the, key part the last to me. couple off-seasons that I don't think Packers fans are going to be livid. I think Packers fans, two things. I think, one, they're, they're beyond spoiled. They've had 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking, and they don't know the difference. Right? Like, I know Aaron Rodgers is a lot to deal with, and I don't like dealing with it. I, I can't stand his podcast appearances and cryptic updates and, you know, uh, sniffing some root herb that's only found on a mountain slope in, in the Himalayas or something like that. It's, it's just over the top for me. It's so annoying. He's still excellent, though. Last year, his worst year, maybe since he was a rookie, you know, we're going back, what, 15, 16, 17, 18 years uh, of absolute excellence from him. That's the worst supporting cast he's had. You take Devontae Adams off of his roster, he's not going to be as good. He's no longer Superman where it doesn't matter who he's throwing to, right? There was a time, not that long ago, by the way, if you'd removed Devontae Adams, it would have been 34 touchdowns and eight picks instead of 25 and and, and 12, whatever he was this past season. Still above average quarterback. You could sell this to this fan base, though, because of how much a headache he's become and turned into. And they did this with Favre once, the Willie, the Woney, took like a special team to helicopter into his place in Mississippi to beg him to come back so he could skip training camp. This stuff with Aaron Rodgers deciding whether he wants to take $50 million or not in absolute darkness and going on whatever podcasts here, there, and everywhere. You could sell that. For Aaron Rodgers, I'd actually want to get out. I know that sounds crazy, but I would go, I don't think this is going to be a great group. I think our window is kind of closed. A couple other teams in this division are ascending. 
I could use a fresh start to shove it on these guys to demonstrate you give me a decent supporting cast, I'll still sling it better than 27, 28 guys in this league. See, I'll go the other way. I think you have a lot harder time winning a championship leaving Green Bay for what reasons I just said. The AFC, there are way better quarterbacks. There are way better teams. You're competing then against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow if you go to the Jets or the Raiders, which are the two most likely teams to acquire Aaron Rodgers. If you stay in Green Bay, yeah, the division's getting better, but are you worried about the Lions? Are you really petrified about the Vikings? I don't think so. You could pretty easily get into the playoffs by winning 10 or 11 games in the NFC, and then you're talking about a field of quarterbacks that includes Goff or um, Cousins or Dak Prescott, you know, guys that are good, but it's not Mahomes, it's not Allen, it's not Burrow, it's not the gold, silver, and bronze medal winners in this league right now that all reside in the other conference. There's also something to be said, though, about the last time we saw Jordan Love. Remember Jordan Love in 2022 when we last watched him actually finally turned in one of those, well, that was kind of impressive, performances. When he played against Philly and he came into that game and he went 6 of 9 for 113 yards and a touchdown. This season, Jordan Love was 14 of 21 for a couple hundred yards without turning the ball over at a 112 rating. Now, very minimal five passes here, three passes here for the most part. But he looked a lot more comfortable and a lot better than he did when he saw we saw him start when Aaron Rodgers missed the game for COVID last year. That's right. You drafted him in the first round. You thought he was something. He's got the ultimate apprenticeship, right? I mean, he's been there in that program for years. I'm telling you, I think he's getting traded. Uh, the report today is that the Jets have had conversations with the Packers and with Rodgers this week regarding a potential trade for the four-time MVP. So if you're New York, you were talking to Derek Carr. Carr was your backup option. Now it's very possible you could acquire Aaron Rodgers. What if you don't, though? Do you know what the story is going to be and what they're going to be writing in New York if the Jets, who three weeks ago, the fan base was saying, We're either going to have Rodgers or Carr. Well, now Carr is a saint. Let's say Rodgers plays with the Packers this year. Now what? Are you going and getting Jimmy G? Are you trying to bring in Andy Dalton? (laughs) All of a sudden, if you're Robert Sala, you're on a hot seat, and you're unlikely to survive the season if you're going into that pool of quarterback in that market where you're getting thrown to the wolves like chum in the water. Yeah, your game of musical chairs didn't go real well, right? I mean, because you clearly, it's they can't, they won't turn back to Zach Wilson. I mean, that that ship has pretty much sailed. It seems like they're in that veteran. Please make this okay. We can't afford to take a step back mode, which is always dangerous. That to me is the precursor to the firing that you're talking about for any regime. If you have a drafted first round quarterback that turns bust, everybody is scrambling. We can't take a step back. When in reality, that's probably what you should do. But that's not how NF, the NFL works. These guys are trying to survive. They need that. Inner, you know that, uh, that 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 disgruntled veteran from somewhere else, or not a stopgap, but almost a short-term upgrade. You know it's not forever, but you need it right now. I don't know why, right now, anyone would assume Rodgers isn't getting traded based on everything we're seeing. And maybe I'm guilty sometimes of just expecting the obvious thing to happen and not accounting enough for some of the mystery. But think about it this way: 
52 weeks ago, exactly one year ago this week, Rodgers announced he was staying in Green Bay. The timeline all along for him to make his decision was before the league year, which starts in a week, right? He had this darkness retreat. He came out of the darkness, proverbially, literally, whatever you want. He didn't quite know publicly in that first appearance with his uh, buddy, uh, whatever the guy's, Marcus, Aubrey Marcus, whatever his name was, the podcast dude. Yeah. He, he sat there with his bare feet on carpet, and they talked, and they they powwowed, and he didn't know exactly what he was going to do. But I think based on last year, this was the week he made the decision. The fact that next year, uh, next week rather, starts the new league year, it's now. You don't have more time. And by the way, you owe the Packers some clarity. Mm. Like, how is his life becoming Brett Favre's life? He hated that when he was young, it seemed like. Totally. Him and Brett Favre couldn't stand one another because he was jerking you all over the place, and he was telling you, uh, I'll be back, I won't be back, I'll be back, I'm, I'm going to retire, I'm not. He's become Brett Favre now. It's been a, almost 18 years. They've paid you, what, $300 million or whatever it is? A lot. You probably owe them an answer. So he may have gone to them and said, I'm willing to play elsewhere. And they said, awesome, we're willing to send you elsewhere. What do you think about these options? And like sliding a list of suspects, these pictures of perps mm-hmm. across the table, he points at the Jets logo. And I think that's where we are right now. The Jets are actually talking about this. We never got this far last year. No, you're right. I think it's happening, man. I don't think it's a drill. I think if I had to bet, I'd bet on it happening. I mean, I, I've been wrong every time where I'm going, guys that have been there for decades, nah, they're not leaving. And then Tom Brady leaves and, you know, Matt Ryan leaves and we could go through the whole list. It just seems like they've had enough. Green Bay has in this regard, right? Because, listen, I, I generally don't side with organizations over players because the way they chew them up and spit them out, you know, where guys will do nothing wrong and your usefulness is expired, your use-by date is over, so we'll just ship you out of here and you'll get nothing, no, nothing guaranteed over the course of history. In this case, though, it's a very legitimate position for an organization to go, whatever your call is, bro, we, we would just like to know because we have to fill the roster at 53. When you're retired and gone, we still have games that next fall. If you're here, that's awesome. We'd love to know that. At a certain point, we got free agency starting in a matter of minutes. We got draft stuff we got to start worrying about. We need to know who the quarterback is. That's not an unreasonable ask for an organization. It was my biggest problem with Favre, through all his histrionics down the stretch. Every year we did this annual dance. And, and now you're right, history's repeating itself. If you're coming back here, we need to know that so we can help you help yourself. Of course. If you're not coming back here, that's fine. But we need to know that as well so that we can start to move some of the the dominoes around. And by the way, wherever you're going to end up, they need to get the ball moving. They're going to have to release players and create space. And they want to use you, presumably, as part of their sell to players to come there. The other uh, team that you hear mentioned on the Rodgers front some is Las Vegas. I don't really see that making a lot of sense. And the reason I think the Jets is going to end up working out is the same reason that Derek Carr ended up in New Orleans. We don't often, as a media, talk enough about relationships and how important they are. We were discussing Carr's future. New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta, the Jets, some of the teams he'd been talking to. It was always mentioned that he and Dennis Allen had a rapport from the time that they'd spent together in New Orleans. That became the entire Selling point. Mm -hmm. Allen in 2014 helped draft Carr, named him the starter as a second-round pick right away. And as soon as Carr went to New Orleans, he said, this was for me about going back and working with a guy that I really, really like. 
We see this at the ownership and GM levels all yep. the time when people get hired, when people get jobs. We refer to it as you know relationships or the good old boy network or whatever you want. Player-coach relationships are really similar. You know who the offensive coordinator is of the Jets? Nathaniel Hackett. Remember where he was before he went to Denver? Green Bay. He was the offensive coordinator of the Packers, who Aaron Rodgers loved. The dots seem to be getting connected pretty easily here. I think it's happening. You're going to have Derek Carr in New Orleans coming to the NFC from the AFC, which is an upgrade for the conference at quarterback there. But now you've got Rodgers leaving. And that's something I want to talk about today is the dearth of QBs in this conference. That there is an opening. We talked about this last offseason for Washington. There has never been less powers in this conference than right now. There have never been fewer unimpedable, you can't win because that team and that guy is there type teams. Uh Philly's about to have to pay Jalen Hurts $50 million a year. It's going to change everything for them. It's going to make life really, really, really hard. That's the one team over the next three, four years that you say they're awesome. You expect San Francisco to be there because Kyle Shanahan they just have been. figures yeah. it out. But Trey Lance is hurt. Brock Purdy is hurt. And they're not ruling out bringing in a veteran quarterback because they're not sure about either of those guys being ready for the start of the year. Let's make things happen this offseason, guys. Now's the time, boys. The NFC is there to be had in a way that it, it just very rarely is. I know it's cyclical, but it has been a long time since teams like Washington or Detroit or New Orleans with a reload with Carr can just win 11 games, and next thing you know, NFC Championship game. Because you looked up a couple years ago, and it was Drew Brees still at the height of his powers. Aaron Rodgers winning MVPs, kind of as you alluded to. Russell Wilson was a juggernaut at that point, a guy that probably should have won an MVP at some point. Matt Stafford switching uh, teams, going to L.A., winning a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray was on on the rise. Now, all of a sudden, who scares you? You mentioned it. The list, I think, is Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott coming off his worst year. I still think he's pretty good, but there's no there's no Mahomes. There's no Josh Allen. There's no, if you want to win that division, you got to beat Joe Burrow, right? You're 100% right about that. It, the, the NFC all of a sudden is not the quarterback superpower haven that it was for the majority of the last couple of decades. I want to get into that as we continue on Grant and Danny. The owners got together for a little uh, semi- mysterious and kind of off the schedule grid meeting, a subcommittee that took place in Florida last night. We wouldn't know about it except that Jim Irsay, who's a bit of a wild card, posted a picture about it. (laughs) Supposedly, they were discussing, among other things, Dan Snyder's ownership in D.C. Jim! That feels like a huge deal to me. Uh Uh-huh. And I think it's kind of flying under the radar, so to speak, today. We'll get into that next on Grant and Danny. Thank God for Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay, everybody. That keeps on giving. Jim Irsay's here. You're listening to The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. He's Grant. Uh, I'm Grant. He's Danny. Uh, that's not quite. I don't the think order that's right. Of operations, you here. are. He's Danny, and I'm Grant. Yeah. You are listening to the fan. Uh, Jim Irsay tweeted this, Danny. NFL owners meetings tonight, March 6, twenty twenty three. No, they're not. Palm buddy. Beach, Florida, Breakers Hotel, and he tweeted a picture of himself. <laughs> it's the weirdest picture in the world. He's in a suit. Yeah. He is at the Breakers. It looks like there's an like a wedding reception going on behind him. Okay, he's got his hand on a like a sign of the sponsor of the event. You could tell he's at the Breakers. He's not making this up, yeah. right? He's in Florida. Uh, I think that's like West Palm Beach, technically not far from Nat Spring Training. This was last night. Everyone goes, well, wait a second. The, I thought... the owners are meeting at the end of the month at the Biltmore, I think it's called, the uh, Phoenix, Arizona Hotel. This is that subcommitting meeting we heard about that they were going to have this month, I guess. No, I didn't know this, by the way. I didn't I didn't hear about the joint subcommittee meeting or whatever it's called. I had no idea this was a thing. Jim Rose clued me in. So there was some reporting on this from, I think it was the Associated Press, and our guy Steve Wino may have had this, that they had added it to, it meaning talking about Dan Snyder was the reporting he was doing, that they'd added it to their subcommittee meeting that they were planning to have this month. So I guess the owners were getting together without all the madness of the league meetings where Mm -hmm. there's media and team officials and coaches and GMs. Start of the month, leading up to then in three weeks, a little bit less than that, when the actual owners' meetings are, which is where people were saying they might be able to ratify the new owner. Right. You know, for the last several months, the expectation was, well, maybe Dan will have sold at that point, and it'll all happen before this deadline, which is late March. But based on this Jim Irsay picture, and he is just a wild card of a dude that marches to the beat of his own drums, Jim Irsay is letting us know that I guess the owners are meeting in Palm Beach, Florida, at the Breakers now. This was last night. NFL owners' meetings tonight, March 6th. (laughs) So they were talking, presumably, about Dan Snyder last night, and we now know this. Two things. I, I want to get to that content for a second. The picture is unbelievable. It's great. He's a, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the British office, the original one. Ricky Gervais's character, David Brent. This is David Brent. Like, this guy is a real-life personification of what David Brent is on that show. He, like, 
He's standing with his hand on the sign, pointing, sort of like opening you to the world behind him. And there's like two guys setting up uh, tables, as you said, for like a wedding reception. It's the most awkward photo ever. But in his mind, he's going, this is perfect. Take it (laughs) now. So here's my question on this, though. Yeah. Is he tweeting this just because he's a crazy person? Yes. And crazy people do crazy weird things. Or is there meaning to it? This is the same guy that came out, remember? Yes, he did. A few months ago now and said that there was merit to remove Dan Snyder and he would start pushing the other owners to do that. And now they're going to have these meetings. There might be some people who knew when and where they were going to be. But my understanding was always that these were kind of a pretty private, quiet, behind-the-scenes thing that the owners were going to get together and do somewhat in anonymity leading up to the meetings at the end of the month. It, could this be Dan's frosted tips picture with Jerry Jones? Where we all in kind reverse of kind of acknowledged mm. he, this is a message that Dan's sending. This is his Jordan Belfort. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. I got Jerry. I'm not leaving. Ursay just w- arms out with his ill footing suit going owners meetings, March 6, 2023 FYI. And this is a, a less than a week after we find out that they're going to be talking about Dan Snyder. And this is presumably without Dan and Tanya, right? Now, I, th- this is this is not the full 32 or 31 and whatever we're doing with Green Bay, right? I don't know. I I would imagine that it is. Now, I know this. So the Dan Snyder Yacht Tracker, if you uh-huh. look up uh, the account today, has done what it does, okay? And Track the, Dan, the yachts, yeah. Dan Snyder's Yacht Tracker, I know this is a crazy thing to try to connect the dots on. It follows out where the yachts are mm-hmm. and where the planes are, okay? okay? Yep. And it knows that the planes, one of them is where you'd expect, probably in London still. The other is in Florida at these meetings. But I bring this up to tell you, everyone's now assuming, well, Dan Snyder's there or Tanya Snyder's there. That's not how this works. The Snyders could send Jason Wright in their plane, right? They could send... Their, uh, their attorney Norm in their plane. They, they could send whoever they want. They send John Allen if they felt like e- it. Exactly. As proxy, they could send someone. What they have been doing at some of these meetings, a lot of the time Tanya has gone, but there have been meetings where Jason Wright went with one of their attorneys or whatever, uh-huh. and he is the acting member of the Snyder Trust or, or whatever or it would be. Yeah. Um, they could send someone on their board if they wanted to. I've been trying to figure out if Dan or Tanya were there because I think that would be pretty That's notable. interesting, yeah. But I haven't been able to do that, and I would tell you that I'd be very surprised if one of the Snyders was actually at this thing. But I'm just really interested by the fact that supposedly they were going to have this quiet meeting. It's so the, the owners' meeting before the owners' meetings to talk about Dan. And last night, Ursay's tweeting a picture that they are in Palm Beach, Florida. Remember on the wire when the uh, Stringer Bell and Avon Barksdale and the gang are meeting, and a guy's taking notes. And Stringer Bell yells at him, are you taking notes at a criminal conspiracy? <laughs> this is, Jim Mercy's not supposed to be doing this, right? Like, I think all the other owners are not tweeting pictures of themselves at the secret pre-meeting location at the Palm Beach Breakers. Jim Mercy is just like, yeah, dude, I look cool. <laughs> Take a photo of it. But the real rubber meets the road type stuff is, it's not a coincidence. I don't know anything other than we see this picture. We now know that the owners are meeting based, again, on Jim Mercer saying the owners are meeting. Is this a Dan Snyder-specific meeting? 
So, no, I don't think it is. The Associated Press report last week suggested he had been added to the docket. But was that for the full regular owners' meetings? No, I I texted Wino, the Associated Press, and asked him, uh, what meeting did you guys say that they were going to talk to Dan? Because he had the report. Or talk Talk about about Dan, Dan, rather. And he said the subcommittee before the end of the month. And I said, so that's got to be the one going on at the Breakers. So the point being... This is the meeting where they added Dan to whatever their already put together list of okay. items was. So either way, it's not a Dan-specific meeting, but they're discussing Dan. Okay, he, he's central to it. So now, we still don't know, by the way, if they're if the, he's on the schedule. No one has been able to confirm that he's going to come up at all at the Arizona meetings. But that's why I think this is so significant. It is. The Phoenix meetings at the end of this month, if there's no sale yet, if Tillman Fertitta or Josh Harris or someone else isn't being voted on and ratified as the new owner, he may not even be talked about at that meeting. This is where they're going to do some moving and shaking. If they're trying to kick him out of the league, if they're trying, you know, we've got all these reports. The owners are mad. The owners are moving to try to put more pressure on him. Then they're doing it as we speak right now at the breakers. That's my point. Yes. This is, he's, he's, if not the focus, a focus of the subcommittee group. And it's not coincidental that we've seen, remember, it was dry. There was very, very little. It was the occasional report about, watch out for Todd Bowley, then he's gone. It's going over $7 billion, then that goes away. There's only two bidders, maybe now down to one. All the little stuff that was, it was just a trickle. The last week plus, we've had a little deluge, right? We've had a lot more come out, whether it's $55 million secret credit line, whether it's indemnification demands, you, you sort of add it up. This is, to me, a strategy session. This is, to me, a what are we going to do in case Dan doesn't play ball? What are we doing if he does? How are we handling all of this? All things Dan, and we need all that in place so we have a unified front by the time we get to the end of March. But see, I think those types of conversations, which are absolutely happening, I think are happening in cliques. Lunch at the cafeteria in high school style, Uh okay? Because the actual meeting, when they're meeting, Dan's going to have someone in that meeting. I just don't know who it is. And that's my whole point is we got to find out who's in that meeting. His private jet went to Palm Beach yesterday. Yeah. Did it go there because someone's vacationing and wanted to check out the next? Did you just love West Palm? (laughs) Probably not. So who went? From what I've been told, Jason Wright, the team president, wasn't expected to be going. Now, haven't been able to confirm or discuss anything with the highest ups in Wright's office or or Wright himself, but it could just be one of their attorneys. But if Tanya's there, I'm interested in that. Yeah. If Dan is there for the first time in over a year meeting with the other owners. That matters too. As they talk about his fate, that is massive. So to me, that's the one thing if I could find anything out, it would be who'd they fly to West Palm and who is acting as – Proxy for them if it's not them there. So if it's if let's say for the sake of argument that it is Jason Wright because we know that he's done that a, a few different times right where there's sort of representatives from the team whether it's not Tanya's done it sometimes we know Dan has not in some time. Are they providing an update to this working group? Basically saying what's the status Very of the sale? Possible. That could that seems to me to be a reasonable thing if you're sending somebody. Right? Because it, it may be less than... I mean, I'm just kind of working through this as also, we go. Let's just say there could be 10 things on the docket right. before this. Yeah. Where the commanders need a presence there anyway because you're going over all of the non-Snyder sale things mm-hmm. that were already planned. 
Uh, people are tweeting us at Grant H. Paulson at Funny Danny. A couple people are confused, thinking this was at the end of the month. I think we've made this pretty clear. The owners' meetings that take place in Arizona are still happening at the end of March. This is a subcommittee meeting that we found out about via some Associated Press reporting more recently. And also Jim Irsay selfie. And thanks to Jim Irsay <laughs> posting a picture, we now know that it's happening right now. The question is, we know that they're talking about Dan Snyder because the AP said he was added to the agenda. Mm-hmm. In what way? Yeah. And the reason I find this so interesting is just all of the reporting of the last two weeks suggesting the owners are mad. Yes. They would be willing to, to move to a vote and that there's growing thought within the league that they could eventually get to 24. Now, I don't think they'll ever vote, and I don't think they would get to 24. My guess is that's posturing and that Dan will hear that they're willing to vote him out because it's some added leverage for them. But these guys don't want to vote for two reasons. First, and we've talked about it for years, all of a sudden everyone's going to start digging into your past. The precedent. You've lowered your own threshold for getting kicked out of your post. But also, and this one is, I think, even more significant, if you kick Dan out of the league by banding together to say uh, you don't want him as an owner anymore, you're dealing with lawsuits from a litigious guy for the rest of your life. Forever. Forever. You're signing up for it. Just billionaires fighting billionaires. How's that worked out for Dan? He beat the billionaires and bought them out to own the team, and you can make the case they're helping to take him down. Yeah, that's that's the most central thing about him not having the team anymore is that fight. We didn't know it at the time. But in retrospect, now the pieces start to fit. A, you can't get a stadium. I think that's number one. I think number two ultimately is the leverage the league has over him because of all this debt that they allowed him to take on, having to do with the minority ownership. I don't know what we're going to owe Jim Irsay when all of this is over, but we'll owe him something. A basket. He's the only of the owners that's trying to give us some olive branches along the way. Like, everyone else seems to be doing their jobs behind the scenes, best we can tell, to remove Dan Snyder. Irsay's the only guy kind of leaving breadcrumbs, you know? He's like, (laughs) we're actually working at this. Here we are with his hand around some sign with a picture to let us know. Don't worry, guys. We've got the Snyder combo going. I'm on it. It's amazing. I suggest the edible arrangement. How about that? I'll take that. Let's do that. Let's start there. He would like that. A cowboy hat? He's big on cowboy hats, I think. He likes cowboy hats. I've seen him wear those. Hmm. Maybe we could send him the cowboy boots we never gave Sean Kelly. Go on. Good idea. Sean would donate them. Yes. But de facto? I'm going to text Sean and let him know. Are you cool with that, Sean? We we got you your cowboy boots. We're sending them to Jim Irsay. What if we got him a quarterback in the draft? Wouldn't that be nice? I don't think that's above our pay grade. Oh, we couldn't do that. Damn. Double play coming up at 345 in one hour. We got Caps tickets today at 4 o'clock. Next, speaking of the NFL being a gift giver, we got a present to open up this holiday season. Uh, We got the details, finally, on what's going to be happening in the league for the first time ever around the holidays this year. We're Grant and Danny. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grant and Danny taking you up to 6.30 this evening on The Fan. This Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Rumors getting hot and heavy here. The rumor mill is a swirling at this point. And we'll dive into a couple of the new notes that have come out on that in just a moment. Remember when we were talking about how Amazon Prime was going to have a game for the first time ever on Black Friday this coming year? That's right. Yes. It is on. It's happening, right? We knew that. The game is going to be airing for free. Whether you've got Amazon Prime as a package or not, you got the app on your smart TV. Prime Video is going to stream the NFL game on Black Friday for free, Amazon announced today. 2023 season is going to mark the first time the league was scheduling a game after Thanksgiving. Teams for the 3 p.m. Eastern game on November 24th are going to be announced later this offseason. So we're still going to have our three games on Thanksgiving Thursday, Uh as we should. Best day of the year. It's football, it's it's food, it's family. It's perfect. Noon, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock windows, football and and food all day long. We got that. You go to bed. You put your little head on your pillow on Thursday night. Then Friday happens. That Friday, generally you're off. You're not going to work. You're kind of laying around. You're still trying to get over all the food you ate. 3 p.m. Eastern, middle of the day, NFL game. You still got a chance to go get elbowed in the throat at Walmart to try to get $31 off a television. Right? You could still do that in the morning before the sun comes up. Get back home, a little rest, recoup, some leftovers, the foosball game on your television set. And this game is is a Jeff Bezos brainchild, I believe, but it's something that he and the league have both wanted for a long time for obvious reasons. The league wants these games on these dates when everyone's sitting at home that are Captive audience. events. Yes. You know, the, Thursday, Thanksgiving has become a football event. Not to say that the whole day is, but you know that you're going to have games on all day long. Christmas now. They have multiple games on on Christmas Day. It's become part of the holiday for people to sit there at night with their family and watch a good NFL game, right? So they wanted to do this on the Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Amazon loves the idea yes, because it might keep people at home shopping on their computer. Instead of going to the store, if I am a guy that has a tradition every year with my wife where we go to the store and we start our holiday shopping for everybody, now I know there's an NFL game on? 
on Friday nationally televised? Will your plans stay the same or will they change? She'll be going alone to yeah, the store. Yeah, they'll change. Yeah. Let's stay home. And while we're at home, we got to do some shopping. Maybe we'll use Amazon to ship that to the house. So everyone's going to win here, I think. The only thing that's frustrating is I'd love for this to have been a night game. They're not allowed to have a night game on Friday. I don't know why or how or when we got here, but there is some rule that says that the NFL cannot have a primetime game on Friday night. So 3 p.m. Eastern is the latest they can start the game so that it ends before the window kicks in where the majority of the game has to be over for them to not violate a rule that they have in place. So that's what it's going to be, a 3 o'clock game, free to everybody on Amazon Prime on Friday, and it's going to make Thanksgiving feel like it's two days now. The whole thing sounds amazing to me. It's so perfect. It's so natural. It's so correct. By the way, that weird Friday Night Lights rule, I'll never understand. They're like, we're worried about high school football, said the most powerful league on the planet. I I don't really get that. You should do what you want. (laughs) Put put games on whatever you think is appropriate. Here's my big idea, though. Yeah. Okay? I think it's actually extremely possible if Bezos were to buy the Commanders. If he doesn't, I'm not so sure. I want to be the Friday Thanksgiving team every year. Oh. And if Bezos buys the Commanders, I think that would make a lot of sense. Grant. The Amazon Prime game, the Commanders, the Jeff Bezos team. Yes. Friday. The Lions have Thursday. The Cowboys have Thursday. I want to be the Friday team. I want to be the Lions and the Cowboys. Every year, Friday at 3, my Commanders, everyone watches us. It's Commanders Day. Die. Again, if Bezos buys the team, we might as well just put a nail in my idea. Book it. Deliver it, right? It's done. If he doesn't buy the team, it's tougher. But I do wonder if people would want the Commanders to be the Friday team. Because everyone hates when they play on Thanksgiving. They hate it. And you're all wrong about it, by the way. It's the best. But that's fine. The Friday team. The Friday team. What do we think? I'm in. Would you guys be in on the Commanders being to Friday after Thanksgiving what the Cowboys and Lions are to Thanksgiving Thursday? This is going to start this year. There will be one game in the NFL on Friday at 3 o'clock, the day after Thanksgiving, in perpetuity, for as long as... Our little uh, veins take blood to our hearts. As long as we're still on this spinning rock, you get to watch football at 3 o'clock the day after Thanksgiving. Would you want the Commanders to be the Friday after Thanksgiving team? 800-636-1067 is the number. We're Grant and Danny on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.